Welcome to the Wealthwise Show, where financial success meets informed decisions. I'm your host, The Wise Investor, and I'm here to guide you through the fascinating world of finance and help you to make wise choices. Join us as we unravel the secrets of smart investing, effective money management strategies, and the different realms of financial education. Remember, the information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only and educational purposes only. Always consult a financial professional before making any major financial decisions. Now let's start the show. Alrighty guys, today's episode, I wanted to talk about, well, equities, stocks, you know, that's what, I don't know what the title is going to be, but it's going to have something about stocks in it. Um, that seems to be a very hot topic. Well, it's always a hot topic um, when it comes down to the finance world. Uh, one of the things that uh, I find interesting is when people do talk about stocks, it's like a black and white type of scenario. Either, you know, I'm right, you're wrong, or you're wrong, I'm right. And I know some people will say, well, there are, you know, right and wrong in stocks. And no, no, there's not. You know, there are people who make money and people who don't make money. You know, you can have the right thesis and right attitude and right entry and still be wrong because something unexpected happened. You know, that's the name of the game when you're dealing with, you know, stocks. Um, but I wanted to go over some of, um, like research tools when it comes down to stocks, not just research tools, but how do you do research? Like, you know, if you are a, you know, retail investor or don't like using the word retail investor because it makes it sound like you're not smart, but there's a lot of retail investors who are absolutely brilliant um but let's say you're a retail investor you're not an institutional investor and you don't have access to you know the things that a lot of institutional investors have access to well how do you know what company that you should invest in if you don't have a money manager one i would suggest you know i'm a little biased go ahead and find you someone like an advisor you know a financial advisor or money manager or whatnot um, but if you, let's say, you know, you're only doing a couple of hundred dollars a month and cause you're, you know, you don't have a bunch of money. Well, I mean, personally, like I said, I think in episode one way back then, I say way back then, but it wasn't that long ago. Um, you know, I would look into ETFs. ETFs is a great research tool now when you ETFs are exchange traded funds and I explained in episode one what are where are those uh, but the reason why I like ETFs especially index ETFs is because you know they kind of do the research for you and you can just piggyback off of that research um, because if you go to the holdings of a ETF uh, I'm not endorsing this ETF, you know, I, I'm not affiliated with them whatsoever. So don't think that just because I say this name 
are there some names like I'm saying go and do it now I'm saying you know for hypothetical research purposes but uh, the spider spy ETF SPY is the ticker name uh, and the reason why I, I particularly like uh, the S&P 500 is because it has a very very solid and proven investment strategy that most money managers if not all are trying to beat or be on par with so keep that in mind so the S&P uh, ETFs SPY SPY um, they track the uh, S&P 500 and so if you let's say you have a account that allows you to do micro shares not micro share but like fractional shares um, like you know instead of buying a whole share you can buy like ten dollars of a share um, you know putting some money into uh, the equities market when it comes down to like spy is a great idea and just dollar cost average over time and just like you know um, every paycheck put a little bit to it you know every every time you get a tax return you know put a little bit to it whenever you have a little extra money put a little bit to it you find some change in your drawer somewhere put a little bit to it um, and if you're younger you know you'll notice as you keep doing that that you will have you know a really good head start when it comes down to hat owning assets uh, I don't want to really talk about retirement because if you're young, a lot of people don't want to like, think about that because, you know, I'm 21. Why am I thinking about retirement now? But you always hear people say, well, you got to get assets. You got to get assets. And one of the biggest assets is owning a home. But I know a lot of times if you're like, they say you're 16, you just got your first job. You're not thinking about buying a home neither because you live in a home with your parents. But you still want to do something when it comes down to assets. Well, that's where the equity markets come in, stocks. Um, and one of the things you can do is just type in, you know, whatever ETF index. Um, you can find SPY Holdings. You know, do that in Google. And it will bring up the holdings of that ETF. You can easily find out, you know, um, like the percentage that the uh, ETF holds and all that good stuff. And right now, I believe the at the time of this recording, you know, you have Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, NVIDIA, Apple, Berkshire, you know, uh, did I say Apple? Apple, I mean Alphabet. Berkshire, uh, Alphabet, again, their C shares. And then, you know, Facebook, you know, formerly, or Meta, formerly known as Facebook, Exxon, United Group. Those are like the top 10 holdings. And you might say, well, you know, it's no brainer to own Apple stocks. You're right. But let's do something that a lot of, you know, if you're young and, you know, you just want to find like, you know, let's say you want to tell your friends, oh, hey, yeah, Apple's cool. But how about the company who makes this product for Apple? You know, the, the our Apple shipping company. Well, you can easily do that by looking up Apple you go to Apple and you can go to um, pretty much go to your Google's and you know type in okay who do Apple uses to ship their products and then you find out who ships Apple products 
and you look at that company and then you're like okay or if this company have trucks well where did they get who did they use to get their trucks you know because you know they're a transport company you know if they have boats planes you know who are supplying them and you, you see what I'm saying so you know you start at the tip of the iceberg and you work your way down and you're gonna find a vast like companies that you never even people had never heard of that are making money when Apple makes money because when Apple buys, you know, components or when they do shipping and all that stuff, you know, majority of the time is coming from another company. Uh, they used to use, because Apple designed chips and they used to use Intel, but now they design their own chips. But Apple don't have any foundries. They still need someone to make their chips. Well, who makes the chips for Apple? You know? Uh, and if you're wondering, like, this is more a tech talk, you know, not really like equity talk. But these are the questions that I particularly ask myself when I'm thinking about putting my money, my hard-earned money with a company. I'm going to ask a bunch of questions. I mean, we do it every day. If you go to a car dealership, let's say you're, you know, 16, 18, you know, maybe you'll do this if you're, you know, uh, financially uh, sound or illiterate, illiterate, you might ask a bunch of questions before you sign those papers. Like, hey, okay, so you're saying how much I got to do a month? Or what about the interest rate on that? Now, some kids, a lot of people don't do that. But I know your parents definitely will <laughs> because they're probably going to co-sign for you. Uh, or there are ones actually putting their credit on the line. They're going to ask a bunch of questions. Like, okay, what's the interest rate? Okay, who's the bank? Okay, um, and what's this fee for? So before you spend money, you ask a bunch of questions. And just like with, you know, you're purchasing a car, or you're purchasing, you know, let's say a video game system like the PS5. If you, if the PS5 came out and they had all the same components of the PS4, I mean, like identical, exactly the same, no upgrades, nothing. And they want you to pay $500 for it. You're going to be like, what? You're going to do your research. You're going to go to IGN. You're going to do your Googles. Oh, wait. The PS5 has the same components as the PS4? I'm not going to spend $500 on that. So you want to do the same thing when it comes down to when you're looking into the equity market, when you're looking at stocks. You know, ask questions. You know, okay, this company, NVIDIA, for example, is all the rage. And people don't know why NVIDIA is all the rage. They just know it's the rage. They just know, hey, I saw it on CNBC. I heard some YouTuber guru say it. I heard, you know, people on Twitter talking about it. You know, they're saying, buy NVIDIA, buy NVIDIA. Uh, let me go ahead and buy some NVIDIA. But you're taking, like right now, NVIDIA is $400 a share, 404 you're going to take, let's say, you, you know, you're with uh, a company that doesn't or a um, a bank that doesn't allow you to do fractional shares. Like, you know, you're not using M1 or Robinhood or anything like that. You have to put down 400 bucks to buy a share of NVIDIA. Or let's say, you know, you got a couple of hundred dollars, uh, not 400 to be exact. You got like, let's say, 150 bucks and you go buy some fractional shares. Okay, great. But do you know why you're buying this? 
Like, do you see, does that make sense? Like, if, you know, you got your friend say, hey, man, you should spend 500 bucks on these pair of shoes. And some people might actually do that. Some people might just follow. Oh, my friend said this is the rage. So I'm going to follow along. But if you're listening to this podcast, that means you're interested in finances and financial education. And, you know, you want to know more about the world of finance. You will be smart with your money and be like, ah, you ask a bunch of questions. So instead of just, you know, back to the Apple thing, ask questions. Okay. Who is Apple's uh, supplier? I mean, I thought Apple was the supplier. Yeah, great. But they don't make everything in house. What do they make and what don't they make? Who makes those items? Then you go uh, from there and you ask other questions, you know, you ask questions uh, about, you know, those things. Okay. So if their supplier is doing this, who else do they supply? Like if Apple has chips and they don't have any foundries, which is basically a factory that makes actual microchips. Uh, there's only a few companies in the world who actually make m- chips. Um, who makes those chips? Okay. Well, are you finding out who th- those suppliers? You know, let's say it's TMC or, uh, yeah, uh, TSMC. Let's say it's Taiwan Semiconductor. And you go, okay, so who, if they making chips for Apple, who else are making chips for? And now those questions will lead you down a rabbit hole where you're finding all sorts of companies. I mean, you're finding companies that, you know, are probably like 30 bucks a share, you know, pay the healthy dividends. And I'm saying you will. I'm just giving you an idea of like what you can find. You can find some real gems. Um, and that is how I do my research in the equity market. Like, you know, I don't just see a company on the news and then, you know, go buy it. I'll see a company on the news and go research it. All right. What they, what is making them this, what they're saying. And a lot of times, you know, people don't have time for that. But if you're younger, you do have time for that. Um, you know, I, well, I shouldn't say you do because I don't know your life, but you have more time than probably an adult who's running a business, unless you are a kid who's running a business, then yes, you don't have the time. You can always get a money manager, always get an advisor. But if you do have a little extra time, you know, if you, you know, want to buy the PS5, okay, well, well, who graphic cards are in the PS5, you know, um, and just go from there and just continue asking questions. Questions are important, you know, if you're listening to a guru on YouTube, hey, question them. If they say, don't question me, my word is absolute, don't listen to them uh, because that sounds like a scam. <laughs> Anyone who cannot answer a valid question and who gets offended by a question because they feel like you are disrespecting them by asking a question, then those are the type of people who you cannot trust because they don't know you and you don't know them. So you're basically like the people, like even I, if you, you don't know me, I don't know you. And if I tell you to do something, you're literally listening to a complete stranger. 
That's like going down to whatever city you're in and going up to a random person. Hey, what should I do with my paychecks? Oh, oh, I think you should do this. And then when you ask them a question like, oh, why do you think I should do that? Oh, why you asking me how you asking me the questions? You should just listen. You don't know who's asking me. And it's like, okay, but I don't know you, sir. <laughs> um, or ma'am. So it's like, if you're listening to people on the internet, you got to remember there are people on the internet, you know, these people could be AI, you know, they could be making up stuff off the top of their head and using a, you know, authoritative tone to make it sound like they know what they're talking about. And nine out of 10 times they don't. Now there are some people in this space who do know what they're talking about. And there are some people in this space who I, you know, I would say I know personally and you know, okay, you good, but there's a lot that don't. And those people, you know, take advantage of people, um, who may be listening to this podcast. So the goal for me is to, you know, just share my information as much as possible. And stocks is a very, very good building block, you know, uh, a couple of stocks that if you're listening to this podcast, you know, I don't know when it's going to come out, but the day that it comes out, I want you to do some research. So I mean, there's going to be some homework. Well, not really. <laughs> you, you can, I'm not, I don't care if you do this or not. Um, but here's some homework. All right. So I'm going to give you, or not you, whoever's listening to this, I'm going to give out, um, four tickers. And from those four tickers, now if you are completely new to the markets and you don't know what a ticker is, uh, a ticker is basically just a, a, a shortened name or a shortened like you know acronym for the name of the company. So like Apple, if you go to Apple, their ticker um, it won't be the whole word Apple. <laughs> uh, it will be um, A A P L. So that's their symbol. Uh, so I'm going to give you four names to go research, four tickers for companies. Um, and they're going to be in different sectors. And what you want to do is find out who are they partner with? Who are their partners? Uh, are they partner with other companies like them? Like who? When I mean about partners, I'm talking about people, let's say, for example, Apple, who's their transport company? You know, who's their chip manufacturer company? Uh, something simple like, you know, Google search can do it. And then when you find those companies, look at those companies, look at their earnings, look at their stock, you know, charts and all that good stuff. Um, but anywho, uh, the first ticker uh, I'm going to mention is going to be be Texas Instruments. TXN is the ticker ticker symbol. Uh, Texas Instrument uh, is you know they design and manufacture chips. So there is you know they have their fabs, our foundries, and all that good stuff. Uh, their headquarters is in Dallas, Texas. Um, so they're like TSM essentially. Uh, the Taiwan Semiconductor. So, Texas Instruments, I can't say that word, 
T X N. That's that's one of them. Uh, let's see here, and that's in the I would say the tech sector. Uh, I look at Exxon Mobil. X O M. It's an energy company. Everyone should know Exxon Mobil if you have a car or own a car. Um, you know, go and see who are their partners with. You know. Um, let's see who else. Uh, let's see another good one. I'm gonna say. Well, let's see. You can't. Oh, excuse me. I don't want to see the top ten holdings. I want to see. Uh, actually, let's do this. Uh, let's do Amazon. Alrighty. A M Z N Amazon. Who do Amazon use for their transports? Who do Amazon use for their, um, you know, first like interaction delivery? Like if the products come. Amazon is not, you know, sending ships or ships. <laughs> Amazon is not sending trucks out. You know, trucks are bringing these products from the airport to the Amazon warehouse, which is going to be used for Amazon delivery service. So Amazon, you know, who do they use? Um, look that up and you'll find something interesting there. Um, and another good one. Well, I wouldn't say a good one. I'm not saying these are good companies to invest in. I'm saying for research purposes, you know, do your due diligence in these companies um, and see like who they're partnered with. Another famous one back in 2020, not that long ago, uh, Pfizer. Um, looking up Pfizer uh, and seeing like, you know, who are they're partnering up with. Uh, who supply, who, you know, move their stuff around. And that ticker symbol is PFE. Um, uh, I'm not sure if that was three or four, uh, but yeah, I'm not sure if that was three or four. Not, uh, since I don't know, I'm gonna throw a one more at you. All right, so let's go. I don't think I did a financial company. Um, all right, so let's go with Visa. Why not? With a V, that's the ticker symbol V. <laughs> um, so the goal of this exercise is not to get you to buy these stocks, the goal of this exercise is to try to familiarize yourself with research, learning how to research stocks, equities. Um, and not just listening to, you know, everyone who, when they say jump, question them, even me as an advisor, if you, you know, were a client of mine and you say, yeah, Daria, you don't have to explain that one to me. I'm going to explain it to you. Hey, this is the reasons why I feel like this is, this is this. And I will be happy when my clients question me. I, I don't. Don't just take my word for it, question me, and then go and see for yourself. Um, but yeah, uh, that's something that's, you know, is very important that a lot of people don't utilize is their research. And you might say, well, there, you told me to go research. You told me to, told me which companies to do your research on and all that good stuff. And one thing you haven't told me is where do I find this research? 
Well, if you want to find some reports, these are not affiliates. Don't please don't assume this is a, they're not sponsors they're not affiliates. But, you know, a couple of, you know, free tool. I wouldn't say free tools. A couple of tools you can use is, you know, Zax is a good one. Uh, Zax is a research um, company, um, you know, for stocks and all that stuff. You can look up their research reports and from different companies. And if I'm not mistaken, don't don't take my word for it. I think if you have a Fidelity account, you can get Zax your research um so don't quote me on that double check that but i'm pretty sure you got seeking alpha you got the motley fuel fuel <laughs> uh the motley fool uh morning star uh even cs cnbc uh you got uh yahoo finance so you know it's very very easy to go and research you know by using those tools even um, Yahoo Finance has some stories, you know, look up the research articles. Um, and if you actually, uh, a, a nice secret. Now, I don't know about Robinhood or, you know, the more smaller brokerages, but I do know a lot of the big brokerages like E-Trade, you know, Fidelity and all that stuff. They have, if you are a member and have an, a brokerage account or you have an account with them, they have research tools already there for you so you can research what this analyst said or what this analyst said and compare and make a more informed decision on your investments uh and this is for people who you know can't afford an advisor or someone who don't have enough money um that they feel like you know it wouldn't make any sense to get an advisor uh, or people who are just independent and just like, you know, I don't need someone managing my money. I can do it myself. Well, here's are some tools to help you do it yourself. Um, but like always, if you need some help, go ahead and feel free to contact your local advisor in your area and talk to them. And not just talk to one, you know, get a feel, interview multiple different ones and figure out who you mesh with and and, you know, who you feel comfortable with. And, you know, you start a, a nice relationship if that's something you want to do with an advisor. Um, but, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap up episode don't know yet. So uh, this is going to wrap up this episode about stocks. Uh, this might be a two parter because there are a couple of more things I wanted to talk about, but I'm reaching my 30 minute mark. Um, so, you know, guys, that's a wrap for another enlightening episode of the Wealthwise show. Uh, I really do hope you gain some valuable insight, guys, uh, practical tips to take control of your financial future. Uh, and remember, guys, financial education is a journey. So we're on a journey to, uh, together. And if you have any questions or any topics you would like me to cover or discuss, uh, feel free to reach out to me through our social media channels, uh, you know, Instagram, you know, even YouTube, Twitter, uh, things like that. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. The YouTube is coming. If it's not already there, you know, I'm right now I'm doing audio because I don't have no cameras. <laughs> um, but I am working on a podcast studio with a setup the, so you guys can see my beautiful face. Um, 
and you know don't forget to you know send us some questions uh feel free to if you have any questions hey hit me up um and together guys let's unlock the doors to financial in- independency and live our best lives until next time stay wealth wise Investment advisory and financial planning services offered through Simplicity Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Sub advisory services are provided by Simplicity Solutions LLC, a registered investment advisor. Any insurance, consulting, and education services offered through the Wealthwise Show. The Wealthwise Show is not affiliated with Simplicity Wealth and Simplicity Solution.